0: Public Radio's loss is TAVshow.com's gained. You're listening to The Starting Block.
1: Hey, welcome to starting block. Another week. we have got myself Green, on. and I'm joined by a man who's already got his bread and sauce ready to go for tomorrow's democracy, Saucy.
0: Okay, Captain Dana, hey sir. Very good Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership, blockheads, millions around the world. Yep. It's uh it's uh pre-referendum Eve, Greeno. Well it is referendum Eve. Tomorrow's yeah. the referendum. Correct. It's not like yeah. election eve, it doesn't have the same kind of energy for me. Um as it's you the same know, buzz. It's the same feel? No, it's no, definitely not. Because you know, um <clears throat> even back when we were young'uns, uh, you know, election parties was a thing. I think I I think, you know, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I think I actually invented the election party like 20 plus years have. ago and no one yeah. no one else was doing it you know yeah. now it's become a thing ever since Trump basically everyone got him, you know excited about politics but I was well, hey yeah. I was here first man this is my fucking territory local council elections you were getting people over oh yeah maybe not no. the council elections the school
1: the school pnc you yeah. know, like come maybe on over the, maybe not the school the election PNC. party yeah,
0: yeah no, no, you're definitely. all over
1: it <laughs> yeah
2: i
0: i i tell you what i wouldn't do election parties for councils and school PNCs because I wouldn't even invite those people to a party in the first that place, way. you yeah. know, yeah. yeah, not having it. So yeah, it's referendum tomorrow, a uh, big decision apparently for Australia tomorrow, apparently, allegedly Greeno. And um, we got some feedback on Twitter during the week, didn't we? We did. Um, we someone did. reached out to us. So if you're not, <clears throat> if you're not familiar, a referendum in this country uh, taking place tomorrow is to, for a constitutional amendment Okay, so they want to rewrite the rule book basically. They want to put a new rule in. Now, this isn't AFL, this isn't NBA. They can't just slip a new rule in there, you know, in the off season and go like, all right, everyone's got to get used to this. They actually have to make everyone sit down and agree to it first, which honestly, this is the way that we should govern sports, I think, because I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone here. I'm so sick of sports changing the fucking rules every off season, aren't you? It's like, a bit too much, yeah. So much, man. NRL, AFL, the sports. Yeah, I'm sure they do it in the States as well. Like, there's a new rule every offseason. Like, they try to correct something and something else fucking breaks because of the correction. You know? Well, they, they
1: did that in the MLB this year, but they mm. actually fixed the sport.
0: Oh, so it they? went from like So it's perfect now. It's good.
1: Uh, I wouldn't say perfect, but it's yeah. definitely improved. It went from four and a half hour games to like spell two hour 45 yeah. without losing any action.
0: Well, if they could if they could have reduced this campaign to you know two and a half weeks, that would have it's been spelled, a good start. This
1: yeah. this actually you, you raise raised a very good point. That was literally my thought this week, right? <laughs> um going back to so go back to your original point, it was at High Plains 207 that reached out okay. and asked for some referendum talk. Yeah. Um This week I was like, hang on, I feel like this campaign... Firstly, an idea on a referendum, Mm. I don't think you need to campaign, right? Mm. Because all you do is you present the idea... If the idea oh, is good,
0: sweet, people, sweet, lovable, great. naive, greeno, you give people in far here, too much here. credit, mate. You really. If, it, do if you the idea is good,
1: you vote yes. If the idea <laughs> is bad, you vote no. So almost like a Twitter poll. You got twenty four hours, right? Oh, so yeah. here's what you 24 need. Twenty four hours
0: only. No one's allowed. <laughs> we should arrest people who discuss the topic before campaigning opens. We don't want
1: to discuss the topic. Yes. You know, here it is. <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah. Like that? That's what it should be. It Should be called. The, what? What do you get? The referendum. Twitter, what, what do you
0: reckon? reckon?
1: What, what do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> 2023. Yeah, nah. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? 2023. <laughs> now, how much money has been pissed away? <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: taxpayer uh-huh. money
1: right. on on like the no advertising, idea. the promotion, no uh, all the stuff that's been going on. The uh, hmm. paid. Paid uh, endorsements, mm. all those kind of things, pissed away because they've had twelve weeks to do it. Right? It's more
0: than twelve weeks. It's been, it if feels would, like it's it, been forever.
1: It feels like forever. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Fixer. I know nothing about uh, Indigenous culture. You know nothing about voting. Between mm. us, we fixed it.
2: Fixed
1: it. What?
0: what <laughs> two week window and no, one day. That's one it. Day. One You've day.
1: You've got twenty. We'll make it forty eight in case someone's busy that day. Yeah. Forty eight hours okay. to vote on this bad boy.
0: Yeah. No discussion and, allowed. We will arrest no. anyone who brings it up in conversation. We'll have a Gestapo that runs around yeah. and just you know scoops people up off the street if they. Hey, by the way, are you? Did you hear about this referendum? And a couple are like woo woo woo, woo. fucking throw them in the back of the van. Not Don't allowed to like talk like about that. it.
1: Get in line. You go, what do you reckon? They yeah. go, yeah, ma, and we're done. We're done. And it's <laughs> all done within 48 hours. Everyone's happy, and I've saved everyone a shit ton of taxpayers' money that can go to probably more important area. Well, see, this,
0: this, you now, your first problem was assuming that people want to save taxpayer money. I don't know how many years I've been telling you this, Greener. Mm-hmm. There, there are people who, you know... Live amongst us who it's their job to spend taxpayers' money. Waste
1: the taxpayers' money. Well, I said
0: spend. You said waste. I just want to put that on record. I'm
1: all for spending taxpayers' money where it's actually going somewhere like
0: important. So you'd be against ninety percent of taxpayer spending then? Pretty much. Why?
1: Why are politicians getting a meal allowance? Why do they get a travel allowance? I'm still of the
0: opinion if since you raised the topic. I've Ah. been, I've been, I've had the opinion for a long time that uh, politicians should get a very meager uh, low end wage. And the reason being, it's that because. You're never going to have a wage that's... People will never accept a political wage that's so high that you'll entice the best and brightest. The best mm-hmm. and brightest will always be enticed by the private sector, okay? Where they don't have to live with the fucking uh, public humiliation and the hatred yeah. and the division and, and, the, and the scrutiny, okay? You can... You can if you are... One half step intellectually above the average politician, you can make a very nice living and a quiet living earning three times as much running a little company somewhere. You know what I mean? So that you, so you're never going to pay them enough to entice the best and brightest. What you're actually doing is paying just enough to entice the people who aren't good enough to make that money in the private sector. Mm -hmm. That's basically it. So what you should be doing is offering the politicians like, say, 50 grand a year, you know, (laughs) like minimum wage. And that way you'll only get the people who really want to do a bit, who really care about it, or you'll get the uber billionaires who don't give a fuck about the money in the first place. Now, we pretty much end up with that anyway. Right, mm-hmm. so let's save the fucking middleman some money. Let's save some taxpayer money Cat- and just man. throw it out there in the first place. Okay, this mm-hmm. is all you're getting. You do it for yep. nothing. Okay, yep. so you either have so much money that it's like a vanity project for yourself, or yep. you really, really, really care, and that's it. Yep. Those those are your options. Okay. And, yeah, again, that's pretty much what we boil down to anyway. So the referendum tomorrow is for – it's an advisor. We're voting for – it's called the voice to parliament. Now, uh, I really don't pay – I really even don't like calling it the voice to parliament because that, for one, from the get-go, that to me, that's an advertising campaign, all right? The naming of it is an advertising. The voice to – how could you be against a voice to parliament, Greeno? What are yeah. you? Some kind of fucking fascist? Are you against people having a voice? And it's like, well, no. What you're talking about is a vote on an amendment to the Constitution to change something functionally in how our country runs. Okay, mm. that's and now try fitting that onto a ballot.
1: Okay. Uh, once again, yeah, nah.
0: <laughs> yeah, nah. So. Yeah, I so and and look, I would love to give you in great detail what this is, but. We haven't really been given in great detail what it is. It's going to be a, a kind of advisory panel, from what I can figure out, that will advise the government on specific Indigenous issues relating to the Indigenous issues. I think now, that's me. basically it.
1: Correct me if, I'm, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, Damo. Yeah. Because uh, I've just looked it up, the budget papers reveal 364 million have been allocated to
0: delivering the voice to no, Parliament. No, 364 yay! mil, guys.
1: Well and done. Once again,
0: a million reckon, for every day of the year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I Minus can one it, for
0: Christmas, obviously. Because once again,
1: yeah. I reckon I could cut a spelt 364 off that.
0: <laughs> just give him one mil. I've actually been an advocate for a long time.
1: 600000 that's all I need. Yeah. And go, and once again, back to the original proposition.
0: Yeah. What do you reckon? That fridge is plugged then in part. again, isn't it? I can hear it. It is, mate. Yeah. You go. and <laughs> unplug the fridge, mate. <laughs> nice, Gary. the you. fucking fridge. Now, fridge since we're talking about like funding, like if I can get semi-serious for a second, since mm-hmm. we're talking about funding for elections, I want to get your thoughts on this because yeah. – I'm of now. You know me. I'm a pretty libertarian kind of guy. So I don't know what libertarian means, but we'll go with it. Yep. Well, you know, it's kind of uh, live and let live. Um, you know, I don't want too many government rules in place. Like, if you have an idea and you want to make money, then go out and do that. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want to, I don't want to stifle creativity, kind of thing. So I'm a very pro free speech kind of guy. I don't, I don't want a lot of kind of oppressive rules on people. I just want people to go out there and embrace freedom basically in a long story short. So in that sense, this, this particular topic really, it really gives me like a moral dilemma. Okay. Because the amount of money that is spent on political campaigns, I think, and I'm not alone. I, I think it's obscene. And, I could almost be convinced that we should say to the major political parties in this country, all right, what we're going to do is we'll give you, say, fucking whatever figure you want. Let's say, let's say 10 mil. Let's not be too stingy, okay? And say, all right, you both get 10 million bucks and that's it. No donations, no fucking benefactors, no Mm -hmm. private donors, none of that shit. No hidden money, no dark money, nothing. You get $10 million each of taxpayer money, spend it wisely, and that's it. And we lock them into that amount, and that's all you get. So if you want to spend it on TV advertising or newspapers or fucking celebrity, inane celebrity endorsements, however you want to spend it, that's all you get. I could almost be convinced, because I hate spending taxpayer money, but I could almost be convinced that that's the way we should do things and just have a set amount and like, okay, that's it. That's all you get. No more. You
1: got. Don't waste it. Don't waste um, it. Can I, can I put another, uh, another couple of thoughts out here? Mm. Uh, this is a voice to parliament because like, oh, you need indigenous need a voice. Or How many indigenous advisory bodies already exist? Uh,
0: multiples. Multiple. Multiples. So, In, uh, and, and it's at every level. So it's at local government level, local, state government level, federal government level. Federal
1: government level. Exactly. So once again, going back to the dollar value about Green you know, just a bit, bit frugal, saving on the budget here. I'll vote yes, right? Mm. With no advertising for it, right? I, give me the three hundred and sixty-four mil point six back, mm. and then I'll give you six people, and I'll pay them a hundred thousand dollars each. And there's six hundred thousand, yeah. and there's your voice.
0: <laughs> be right? brings up be, be brings up a good point in the chat, Greeno. We'll call it the political salary cap.
1: <laughs> exactly. exactly, that's <laughs> what we need, right? To even out the saved, playing field. That's it. I've just saved the country three hundred forty-six million. dollars totally. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you one voice. I'm giving you six voices. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Go nuts. 100%. I just paid him
1: hundred thousand yeah. dollars, and everyone's a winner. Hundred
0: percent. So we were asked on Twitter during the week. Um, High Plains asked, you know. Uh, he said, you know, since you've not been streaming anymore, I'd love to get your thoughts on The Voice. I don't know. Do you want to go first, Greeno? Do you want to give your thoughts or have you already given them? Or? Yeah, mate. I just saved you $346 million. Well, there you go. There's Greeno. Fixed thoughts. it. Now, yeah, nah. Yenar. Yeah, so you're advocating that people go into the booth and vote yeah, nah. That's that's Apparently,
1: I was, correct me if I'm wrong, mm. I was reading yesterday, and this could be misinformation. Yes. If you put something like that, Yenar yeah, or Dick and Balls, as I normally do, oh, don't that counts me. as –
0: that counts as a yes. No. No. Because yeah, no. I was going to – oh, God, I can't believe you brought that up. So we didn't discuss this pre-show. So the thing yeah. that I was going to run with here was I only just found out like a couple of hours ago that apparently yeah. you have to actually write yes or no on the ballot. Mm. Now, I've got a couple of thoughts around this because normally what we do is a tick a box, right? You tick yeah. the box or you put a number in a box. But apparently for this one you have to actually physically write yes or no.
1: What if he's the right? Because I knocked it off on Tuesday.
0: Now I think that is mm. sus as fuck because I I can imagine a lot of people going, mm, yep, looks like a yes to me. <laughs> yeah. If someone has dodgy doctor handwriting, for example, greeno, mm. then, oh wow, they're writing in running writing. Well, it's kind of yeah, it kind of looks like yes to me. But I was also going to say then also then I think of well at least the illiterate absentee by default. Nice. Gary. Yes. But then I realised, well, they're probably in the tally room, so that's not much help to us either. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> what I was going to suggest to you was, this is actually your opportunity, and this is actually what I might do tomorrow when I go and vote. This w- is your legitimate opportunity because you've been saying for twenty years what you need to do is just draw a dick and balls on yeah. the on the ballot paper. On the ballot, yeah. <clears throat> now I have, I've, you know, I've raised more than one smile in the last couple of hours thinking about. Drawing a dick and balls in the box where it says yes or no, and then thinking about the person in the tally room trying to decipher it as either a yes or a no. As a yeah, (laughs) no. But so you're telling me if so, is this true or not? Are you telling me that if they can't figure out if it's a yes or a no, they'll put it down as a yes? They put it down as a yes. Can't be right.
1: And like I said, this could be it is is on Twitter, so it could be misinformation, but
0: oh, just put it out there. Because benefit of the doubt should probably go to no, I would have thought.
1: Well, I, I just consider it to just be a, like a zero vote. Like you just don't consider yeah, it.
0: It's a, yeah, it's yeah. it's differentiate that's you right, do include it. Which is the same as a no. Yeah. Yeah. So if they're, yeah, see, this is the problem, man. And you know what? Whichever way it falls, if the yes vote wins people will be saying it's because it was rigged because of shit like this, and if the no vote wins, they'll have some fucking other excuse, and it, uh, also racism will be an excuse as well. Everybody's yeah. fucking racist and awful. So settle in. like. So uh, the, the issue with a, a vote of this nature is regardless of the result, it's not going to end here. You you think you're going to go in tomorrow and vote and it'll all be over, but it's not. It's not going to be over, mm. trust me. If yes wins, then the discussion will be, well, what does it mean? What does the referendum actually enact? What, what does the voice to parliament look like? And then that'll become another political war over the next 12 months. If the yep. no vote gets up, you're going to be bombarded with the kind of commentary that's like, well, Australia's racist heart is still beating strong, and this this result proves that we only need to work harder in the next 12 months to get a new uh, kind of voice to parliament, and it's never going to fucking end. What I have yeah. enjoyed, Greeno, is a little bit of the commentary on the side. Now, there are so many articles to pick from when you want to get like an idea of what this vote is actually about, but I found this one, and this is by far my favourite. This is utterly fantastic, Greener. Just putting
1: it out there, some Just, of those pictures on the, the pic there. Yeah. look a little like dick and balls. Yeah,
0: they do a little bit, yeah. Well, that's art, Greener. That's art.
1: Well, isn't it
0: always? Yeah. How about this for a headline? Uh, this is from our good friends at Bloomberg, Greener. Australia's First Nations vote is coming down to love against war. Stop! Love against war, Greedo. War. So if you vote no, you're voting yes to war. If you vote yes, you're voting you're voting yes to love. Imagine being that much of a simpleton where you're walking into the polling booth tomorrow going, I'm voting for love. Yeah. <laughs> That's not on the ballot.
1: I didn't see that one on the ballot. I read the booklet. I got informed. I think we all love love, don't we? We love love. (laughs) If we were doing a referendum on love.
0: Do you love love? Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. It would be be a a resounding victory.
1: Love or war? (laughs) Well, yeah, we'll tick that box. There'd still be people against it. Which would you prefer, uh, love
0: or war? Yeah.
1: We'd find a way, Dutton would find a way to get the war vote up. That's that would be my pick. he would
0: love it. For First Nations people in Australia, this week's vote on our recognition in the Constitution is starting to feel like a choice between love and war. The debate on this landmark referendum has intensified and the polarisation between the hard yes and no cases means that 28% of Australians are still yet to decide on how they vote. I want to put, do a little bit of a fact check on that. Nice, I don't think that 28% of Australians are still yet to decide on how they will vote. That's 28% of people who answered polls. One, either didn't want to give you an answer or two, give don't answer. give a fuck. That's that what that means. Because that's,
1: that's what happened. This is kind of the situation. Was this similar to the, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know nothing about politics. Yeah. It sounds a little bit similar to the the Trump thing back Definitely. in twenty sixteen, right? Yeah. Where the pre polls, everyone's like, "Oh, well, this is going to be a landslide" because people just didn't want to admit they wanted to vote for Trump. I think it's similar with the no vote here. People are like, oh, "I don't want to be seen as a racist. I'm going to vote no. I'm yeah. not going to tell people to voted no."
2: Yeah,
1: um, that yeah. kind of approach. That's the way I think it's kind of panning out.
0: Yeah, because people are of the opinion, either rightly or wrongly, that uh, it's. You know, a yes voter, if you say you're voting no to a yes voter, you're probably going to be bombarded with fucking, you know, university Marxist level kind of sloganeering for the next half an hour on the train. And you don't want to deal with that. You know, yeah. you, if you're voting no, you've already made your decision. That's what I'm voting for. So if yeah. you know, if someone says, so "How are you voting?" and you you pick up that vibe that they're you're they're a yes voter, you're probably going to say, Nah, I haven't haven't really decided." I haven't decided yet. Yeah. Because you do. It's not that you haven't decided; it's that you're trying to avoid the fucking campaigning that you're about well, to get anyone in Anyone that space. asks you which
1: way you're voting, just fucking go away. Don't it's ask. funny you say
0: that because I had a, a conversation with a friend today about you know work. And, you know, our work has been pushing very hard. Like they've been I kind of overstepping the mark and like basically saying everyone needs to vote yes and it's like coming like corporate endorsement kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were having this discussion where, like, you know, people are trying to raise this as a conversation point in the office. And I'm, re- like, I'm very uh, – I can talk politics until the cows come home, but I usually do it, like, with a cigarette and a drink with friends, like, in, yeah, you know, not, late at yeah, night. Not in the workplace. workplace. No, I'm definitely not discussing politics yeah, with you a, fucking yeah, idiots. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you fucking idiots that don't even know how to send an email correctly. I'm not going to, I don't care about what your opinion on politics. This is the last place I'm going to fucking talk about politics, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was raised like, how would you bring it up? And I I, and I said, look, you know, to be all to be honest, like if someone asked me what my opinion on this is, I'm probably going to say to them, yeah, I'm not even voting. Yeah. yeah I'm just not going to go. I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I've got, got, stuff you on, I got stuff to do. I've got stuff to do. I'll pay the fine. You yeah, know, yeah. it's fine. I'm just going to fork out, I hand over the 20, and we're, we're thanks for coming. Yeah, is it 20 to not vote for this? 20 bucks, I just looked it up. 20? Fuck, I'll take 20. No! Nice. 20, you don't have to deal with 20. it. 20. Last, the last election I didn't vote in, I had to pay 50, Greeno. So this is yeah. you know, less than half price. You know, I'm, no, I'm getting you away with it's it It's a steal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. You know, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to bring it up. I'm not going to raise it. So, you yeah. know, if someone, uh, you know, there's this, there's this thing, Greeno, you don't want to reveal your power level either. You know, because if you're, if you're um, pretty well informed on certain political issues and you bring those political issues up in the wrong company and it might be ignorant company who's, you know, indignant ignorant, you know, full of kind of piss and vinegar but uh, lacking yeah. in understanding, that's not a situation you want to be in because those are the kind of people that fly off the handle, <laughs> you know. Those mm-hmm. are, when you start giving them facts and stuff, um, they, they kind of lose it and you don't want to be around those people. You know, you don't want to have anything to do with those people. Not at my age, anyway. Maybe when I was younger, I was into those kinds of political debates and those to and fro's, but these days I really don't care. You know, I yeah. just I just want to get home and give my kid a kiss, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want to get home and cook a steak and give anything, my kid a hug now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Talk about <laughs> sport instead. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's where we're at tomorrow. It's a vote against uh, love against war what? Yeah, and I do think it is a good opportunity to draw a dick and balls in the box, uh, where you have mm-hmm. to either write yes or no. Uh, yeah. Unless I, I can't, I can't believe that it would be possibly true that I could be
1: wrong. Like I said, if it's it on, if it's online, Ill, if,
0: if it's not legible, they'll count it as a yes. That can't yeah. be. That can't be allowed. Surely. Surely. Um, not. No, and this is why you should just have a box tick yes or no. Yeah. Um, but maybe they've thought about that and thought, no, well, maybe. And that's why I thought it was sus as fuck. Uh, B.E. in the chat said, Greeno, that he voted through the week and they only had pencils. That's sus as fuck. Nice, Gary! Only pencil. But they always do pencils. It's always pencils. No, it's normally pens at my joint. It's but it was pen's? pencils for this one. Yeah, it was pens because I stole a bunch from them last time I voted. I was, I was, how old was I? I reckon I was like in my early 20s when I discovered that the – recently ravaged by the. US war machine Iraq did democracy better than us when I when I heard the story that you know when you go to vote in Iraq Greeno they put you they dip your finger in ink so yeah. when if you try to go somewhere else and vote again they just look at your finger <laughs> because That's you can't it. wash the ink off for like three days so it's stuck yeah. there it doesn't matter so, so that's fucking genius, like, oh, and I'm like, holy shit! The Iraqis have figured this out in six months with their with their country in ruins thanks to American bombs. They've figured out yeah. democracy quicker than we have in the last two hundred fucking years. Mm. How about that? Mm. Yeah, we're still we still go in there and have someone tick your name off a roll <laughs> like manually, you know. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're actually well behind. Maybe what we need is to be bombed a lot. Maybe that'll learn us some democracy greener. Some democr- some freedom bombs get dropped. Yeah, That'll figure us out. Then we'll become a functioning democracy, hey, when there's nothing left to fight for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here right. we go. There will be a pencil for you to use. It's in the official AEC publication here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I th- I thought it was a pencil, like at all of them. Yeah. So, yeah, but, um, you know, they're not. It's. Have you ever tried to find an eraser these days? Because pencils don't really exist anymore. Do, they, do you ever uh, see pencils?
1: we do. Well, I, I got kids, mate. Yeah, like, mine, in mine. isn't so. writing
0: yet. So. That's for I me.
1: Mean, yeah, like school age. So yeah, like yeah, we've we got erasers left, right, and center. Admittedly, like they're yeah. rainbows and kitty cats, but yeah. they're still an eraser nonetheless. Yeah, would
0: be like cigarette lighters at my house.
1: Yeah. Uh, By the way, by
0: the way, if you want to give me a nice Gary Greener, I'm officially about a month since my last cigarette. I don't think we've talked about it on the show. Give me a nice Gary. Yeah, about a month since my last fag. I'll give you a quick little story time. I
2: like stories about pinatas.
0: So I am still getting my uh, nicotine. Because uh, I look, I'm you've done, the, you've done the Uncle Buck method, right? Oh, I'm, I'm in love with nicotine. I think it's the yeah, greatest Yeah, that's drug what I mean. I'm so the Uncle there. Buck
1: method of quitting is like, oh, I've given up the smokes. And the lady's like, oh, that's great. Yeah. I'm on the cigars now.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not on the cigars <laughs> now. <I> mean, <laughs> because you're not even <laughs> supposed to eat nails. That's a fucking great live. Nice. yeah. Uncle Buck, fantastic. I love that movie. That's Uncle my Buck. Favorite line of that movie. I think I only saw that once when I was a little kid. I think I need to go back and watch it again. Worth checking out. Yeah. some candy breeds. John Candy. Fuck, wasn't he yeah. good? Uh, He's very good. When I think of John Candy, what I think of, obviously, uh, the Home Alone character first, which, is, yeah. which isn't fair to John because. It's like a cameo part, you know. But that's yeah, the one I, one I think of, the Polka, Polka, Blinsky. Polka, Gus yeah, Polinski and yeah. what were they called, the Kenosha Kickers, Karina? I should know. They that's did the last great. Unity Day.
1: Yeah, That's
0: it. The, uh, With that's JD that's Fortune. Polka Kings <laughs> of the mid- Midwest. Mid- Midwest. Very <laughs> big in Sheboygan, remember? <laughs> the huge in Sheboygan, <laughs> So that's the one I think of. And then the second one I think of is uh, Cannonball Run. I don't know if you ever saw that movie.
1: Uh, isn't that? Cannibal Run? Isn't that Burt Reynolds?
0: Burt Reynolds is in it, but so is a whole bunch of John Candy's also in it. I think.
1: I don't think I've ever seen Cannibal Run. I've got to look into that one.
0: Okay, is he? I'm, I'm sure he's in it. Maybe I'm wrong. Actually, now I'm going to look it
1: You're thinking, Are you thinking the Cool Runnings?
0: He's in Cool Runnings as well. Yes, yes. Here
1: we go. Cannibal Run cast. Bear with me. Yep. Hold the line caller. Here we go. Yep. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. Don't. Nah. There's no. Is uh, no John I Candy? I don't see any John Candy. God, I
0: could have sworn he was in that.
1: No, you've got your Dom DeLuise. Maybe you're confusing him with. There's some big names in this one, though. Jackie Chan, Roger Moore, Sarah Forster, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. They're all in it except John
0: fucking Candy, Greener. (laughs) Peter
1: Fonda, (laughs) Terry Bradshaw. I know all these names.
0: Well, I don't know why I think of John Candy when I think of Cannonball. Was he in Cannonball Run 2 then? Let's have a look. Uh, Cannonball Run 2. Sure, he was in one of them.
1: Still, no John Dead Candy, Burt Reynolds, <laughs> Donda Louise, Jackie Chan, Shirley MacLaine. How did I get that? F- How
0: did I get that false memory of John Candy being in Cannonball Run, and I he never, never was. was. He never was. Tony Danza's in it though. <sighs> Tony Danza. Yeah, there's some huge names in the two Cannonball Runs movie. Actually, okay. we, what we should do is one day we'll have a viewing party and watch Cannonball Run one and two back to back on Discord. I think that'll be a good
1: Discord. Point. I was thinking we should. There was a, week, a couple of weeks ago where we had. I think we we're coming back from illness. I was like, oh, I haven't really put anything together yet. I managed to pull together some kind of uh, rundown. But I was like, do we dare do a viewing party of the new White Man Can't Jump remake together? Oh, and we have to be, endure the pain no. on Discord together. Oh. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to give it a, a click. So fuck it. I'll scrap that and I'll write a rundown.
0: Yeah, Brad is. Brad's calling it the Mandela effect. Was Mandela in Cannonball Run, was he? That's fantastic. Uh, I can't say no.
1: Terry Cibales, though, yeah. was in there. <laughs> Don Knotts. Don Knotts, the great
0: Don Knotts. Yeah, so that's a huge car screen. That's a mega show. uh, Yeah, it's about it. It was about an illegal car race across the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, John Candy. Though, are you thinking of uh, planes, trains, and automobiles?
0: Yeah, could be. I wasn't a huge Steve Martin fan, though. So
1: yeah, I don't really remember that movie. You would know him from uh, obviously, yeah, Candy's Cool Runnings.
0: Cool Runnings. What else Uh, was he in? Home Alone. In heaps of
1: stuff.
0: Give me some more. Give me some more movies.
1: Some more. He's in Stripes.
0: Oh, Stripes. That's that. Stripes is one of the all-time greats. One of my all-time favorite movies. Because it used to be on Foxtel like
1: every Friday night. Oh,
0: it's on free to air every week. By the way, yeah.
1: So we are like, oh, there's nothing else on. Well, I still that that
0: song is tattooed on my brain. and it's got the guy from Ghostbusters in it.
1: Harold Ramis, yeah, he was the director. Yeah, the great Harold Ramis. He can uh Space Spaceballs, he was in that. Spaceballs. He was, he was space Bath, balls.
0: wasn't he, in Spaceballs? He was. Yeah.
1: Uh Splash, he was in that.
0: Splash, that's the mermaid one. That's the mermaid one. Uh Blues Brothers, he was in that. Blues the original Blues
1: Brothers, was he? Original Blues Brothers, yeah. He was the the cop. Oh, Orange right. Whip. Orange Whip. Orange Whip. Ah. Yeah.
0: Shit. Uh Brewster's Millions. Brewster's Millions was a good one. That was a good one.
1: Um, I think this Google search is a bit uh, bit suspect, though, because it's telling me he was in Draft Day. Uh, John Candy had been dead for 25 years. <laughs> no, no, unless I'm Draft dead. Day was a remake. No, I don't think. No, this is like the Kevin Costner one.
0: Yeah, okay. There unless he go. was on a video, like on a video in Draft Day.
1: <laughs> maybe. Like, in the maybe background. Like would you get a credit for that?
0: If Would you get a credit if they were playing a clip of you on the movie? After you were dead? I don't think Very that's app- I don't think that's applicable.
1: Gonna, I'm now I'm going to have to IMDB it and find out why they think oh John God, Candy. We're going
0: deep here. See, this is what well, we do on uh, Referendum Eve, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, We're looking up John Candy's fucking
1: movie. more research on John, John Candy. Yes. Let's have a look
2: here. Uh, yeah,
0: referendum, yeah, nah, cock and balls, whatever. Now well, we man, need to drill gonna... down into the John Candy I'm question. Really that's really the real J, J question here. Right.
1: Exactly, yeah, where's, oh, here we go, John Candy. Here you go, oh, you're right, archive footage, uncredited. Mm. So he must, there must have been like an old movie <laughs> playing in the background. Yep. It pops up as a, a credit there for John Fair Candy. Enough. draft that, great yeah, movie, yeah, by the way. Yeah, what um, if the estate gets a few bucks for that?
0: Mm, what, his, his estate? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Would John Candy's estate even have a few bucks in it?
1: Oh, I think, oh, Wasn't he a been,
0: party yeah. boy? Wasn't he a kind of drug taken free-level
1: you thinking of like Chris Farley.
0: Chris Farley, yeah, he was also a big fat party boy.
1: Yeah, big fat party boy.
0: Uh, but um, John Candy lived pretty large, didn't he? Did he not, or was he yeah, like I a know, conservative fucking Christian I, kind was, of guy?
1: <laughs> he was a conservative party boy. You know what I mean? Like he, he liked a beer, he loved loved to feed, and he loved to smoke.
0: He loved to smoke. Yeah, he smoked um, but his but cigars. But
1: wasn't into the, yeah. the sniffy sniffy. It was more. more clean
0: cut than that. Just seemed like a big lovable, huggable teddy bear, didn't he? Yeah. I was watching
1: some uh, I was actually watching some candy clips during the week because I I went down like an S. Was he actually can I
0: ask you though, was he actually that funny? Or do we just look at him with rose colored glasses on and go, Oh, he was so fucking hilarious. But was 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 he was he actually funny? I think he was, yeah. Okay, because you know how you was, do that, like when yeah, you you yeah. see these characters when you're young, and then you go back and watch it, and you go, you know what? That's not actually that funny. Not that funny. Go check out Uncle Buck, and I, yeah. I reckon that'll kind of, okay. yeah, it will put you on the on the right stead. That's the one where he's babysitting the kids, isn't it, for the weekend? Correct. And he's got the car that blows all the smoke. Is that right? Yep.
1: Yeah, that's, that's
0: all. I that's all I remember of it.
1: The big pancake. Uh, I don't
0: remember a pancake.
1: He beats up the drunken clown. He beats up a drunken clown. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. No, I don't remember any of that. I just remember the car with smoke, and I remember him like driving a kid to school or something. Or yeah, and that's it. that's that's all I remember. So
1: it's good. For you.
0: And I remember John Candy being in Cannibal Run, even though he fucking wasn't. Was <laughs> good stuff.
1: Um, should we should we change tack a little bit? We're gonna move. Speaking from... of slavery,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this popped up during the week, and I was like, did I did I hear that right? And obviously. I did hear it right, because this was some footage that was on ESPN and they've now since removed that footage uh and claimed copyright off uh Twitter.
0: Well, first of all, who's who the fuck is Clay Travis? Not Okay well is he is he now Clay Travis now, I don't really know who he is, and but I'm um, guessing
1: 1. one million followers so. yeah,
0: but I'm guessing with a name like Clay Travis, there's either two things that he could be number one would be a pitcher for the Marlins, and he's mm-hmm. probably not that number two would be a country music singer, and I think that's it clay could travis be. that's the, those are your only two jobs exactly when you like country Tra. music singer yeah or um, or a pitcher you know in baseball yeah. So Clay Travis. He's
1: a a radio host. There
0: you go. Okay. So he hasn't done anything, you know, sports or music ever. Clay and Buck Sexton are making sense.
1: Now, Buck Sexton, that's a fucking name. Nice, Gary. Buck Buck Sexton. Sexton. Let's have a look at the Clay Clay, Travis and Buck Sexton show, eh?
0: Well, it sounds like the Clay Travis trio with Buck Sexton on drums, you know. (laughs) 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 Fucking Buck Sexton.
1: Well, they're pinned – here's a bit of a taste of what you can expect from the Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton show. Their pinned tweet is, yeah. okay, let's test this thing out. Men aren't women. The COVID shots are worthless. Hunter Biden's laptop is real. Uh, Masking okay. kids is child abuse. Black Lives Matter is, was, and always will be a scam, and there's no pipe burst in Georgia.
0: Okay, so you're just putting it all out there in one hit. That's uh, the pin. <clears> yeah, <throat> I, I, you know what? <clears throat> I almost appreciate uh, people who do that. On either side, because it's like I'm, I'm not with you. If your if your whole political um, thought process can be explained in one tweet, then that yeah. thank you, because that's all I need to know.
1: Even the it butt, I don't need to scroll. No, I don't
0: today. I don't need to dis- discuss anything with you anymore. Yeah. And you could it could be the it's not it's don't get me wrong here. You might agree with many of those points, but that's not the point I'm making. The point yeah. it's also it also works the other side. You know, all white people are racist. Uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, communism is great. If, if if all of your political uh, thoughts and ideas can be summed up in a bumper sticker, that's very convenient for me because I don't have to discuss yeah. anything with you. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't have to d- dive any deeper with you in conversations. Like, no, it's on your bumper sticker. That's mm-hmm. I, I know what you think. It, there it is. Yeah. It's it's in your tweet. It's done. You know, <laughs> I don't have to ask you any follow up questions. Let me know exactly. Yeah. You should. It's it's like it's like you know transitioning from when girls used to be sexy sexy by showing their ankles versus Mm -hmm. just going full pussy and sticking fucking Coke bottles in their vagina, you know? Yeah. Like if you're only seeing the ankles, then maybe you want to figure out a little bit more, you know? Yeah, You want to see the knee. You want a little bit of shit. Yeah. Show me a little bit of thigh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a thrill to get that far up the leg. If, if you're just going straight to dildos, then, well, there's no more secrecy. There's nothing left to learn here. Like, I've got...
1: Have you seen it? Kind of I've already on.
0: seen it. Yeah, I'm on to the next one. I'm done. So yeah. thank you very much for that opinion, Clay. Yeah. Uh, but he put this out. This is airing on ESPN right now. Athletes are the new slaves and contracts mm-hmm. are the new slave chains. Now, uh, I'm not surprised that this video has been disabled in response to a report by the copyright owner, Green. No! So that would be the slave owners then, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. (laughs) The slave owners are now enforcing the slavery, Greeno, by saying no one's allowed to find us. Now, I did have to look, actually, a lot harder than I thought I would, but I did find the video, you'll be pleased to know, Greeno, and here it is. Let's see the opinion on the ESPN documentary.
2: It's almost like the contracts, you know, are the new slave chains, right?
0: So, you know, you have this
2: to... now, now, that's a knowing face
0: then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I can't tell. I want to put this on a Twitter poll if Steph is listening. Is this guy's face the face of someone who is in wholehearted agreement or the face of someone like, I can't believe she's saying this shit. I can't that's, believe she's dropping face, this shit here. That's the
1: face of, oh, of... there's that clickbait. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We just got paid, baby. Yeah,
1: that's that's the headline. There we go.
0: Now, I'm already put off here. Before we even get to anything that this uh, lovely young lady is saying, now, I'm put off by a couple of things. Now, mm. I'm old enough, Greeno, to remember the days when you would have this kind of setting for, like, some kind of talk show or interview or so. You'd have a cup of coffee on the coffee table. Yeah. Now, what we see here is a megaphone and a black fist, Greeno.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, racism is wrong, and something else. Racism is wrong.
0: Sign in the background. She's wearing a shirt that says "activist athlete." Now, again, this is jumping straight to the dildo scene. Okay. Yeah. We know what
1: this this is going to be about pretty quickly. You're
0: not giving us a chance to look at your your knees and your thighs and thinking, "I want to see more." You're putting you're literally putting a black fist on the table. Okay. So we, we're jumping straight to the fucking dildo here. So, yeah. give us a chance to get interested. You know, this could be convincing if you give us if you give us a chance to be it's convinced. yeah, yeah. It's like coaxing a bunny out of a burrow, Greeno. You don't just throw a stick of dynamite in there. You can't eat that bunny. It's going to be splattered everywhere. It's yeah. done. You need to coax it out and hit it over the head with a shovel, Greeno. Excellent.
2: You know, are the new slave
0: chains, right? Okay, so the athlete contracts are the new slave chains.
2: It's yeah, I, don't know, like I don't know much
1: about history, Damo.
0: Yeah, I don't know anything about well, slavery,
1: obviously. You know, slavery. Back back in the days when you know, there were slave farms and whatnot, were those slaves on multi-million dollar uh, deals? Uh, no, they were not. <laughs> did they, did no, they get... Sc-
0: no, they didn't. Well, no, they, no, to be fair... They did mm-hmm. get sponsored by their owners. Right? Okay. Yes. Again. Right.
1: Um, were they were they treated as as kind of higher ups, if you will? Some of them were. Some you. What
0: what what was colloquially uh, colloquially? That's such a hard word to say. Colloquially, Coll- yeah. Known at the time as a as a house Negro, greeno. Okay. So, so you got to live in a house and te- you know make the food and stuff, and occasionally uh, the plantation owner would have sex with you. Say, for example, and have dream. illegitimate children that lived in the basement, for example. Yeah. Now, yeah, well, yeah, you were well off, you know. And that was yeah. pretty good. That was a good life. It was a nice, good run, considering you could struggling. have been out there in the fields under the sun, under the beating hot so sun.
1: You know. Based on that kind of background, mm. struggling to see the correlation between that
0: the contracts. way of life yeah.
1: and. <laughs> A multi-million dollar contract. Multimillion. But let's She might have more arguments, like she, you said. She, she, she could be right. Let's hear
0: her out. Yeah, let's yeah. be fair here. Just because she's jumping straight to dildo doesn't mean I don't want to get fucked here, Greeno. I
1: feel so, like I feel like she's put the conclusion at the start. Yeah, the horse and hasn't, shown the, her work, hasn't shown her working yet. She's put you the slave I mean? before
0: the cart, Greeno. Yeah, Green we need the intro.
1: That. We need the body of the yeah. essay, and then yeah. we put uh, athletes the athletes literally in his legs. That's right.
2: Uh, it's almost like the contracts. You know, are the new slave chains, right? So you know, you have to sign this contract and no, sign no, no, the no, document. No. And oh, sign you this. have to, go you
0: have to sign this contract. No, you don't.
2: Go back. Can you go back to Howard quickly?
0: Uh, Howard's the guy on the left.
2: Have a look at Howard's
1: eyebrows. Where he's not even one going, continuous yeah, brow. on this, but wait, and then here's the end of it, and then it was like, oh, and the eyebrows go up. Let's have a quick look.
0: Okay, hang on. We can do the playback speed here, so we can really kind of bet it down and get the exact moment his heart breaks, Greeno. That's a
1: He's, He's nodding. I'm yeah, in. Mean, I mean,
0: oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> what what did she just say?
0: <laughs> Man, she's saying some shit here.
2: <laughs> no, you have to sign this contract and sign this document and sign this document. It's like you're binded to this.
0: Well, that's what a contract is, love. I'm oh, no, sorry.
1: Kind of and what a contract is. This isn't a new thing. Those things have existed like mm. for quite a while now. Quite and, some and just time. just to be clear, uh, last time I checked, contracts weren't racially exclusive. Uh, no. No saying that?
0: <clears throat> No, and look, everyone gets dicked on contracts. That's not a racial thing. You should have seen it's my last contract. fucking home loan contract. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was a, getting fucked. To... Yeah. <laughs> now I still made the choice to sign it because it was uh, like, well, I could either get fucked this way or another way.
1: A different way.
0: Yeah. So, you you know, uh, we won't get millions of dollars out of the yeah. deal. This
1: isn't a racism thing. This is just, uh, you
0: know. This is a business thing.
1: Contracts, contracts are scams. Yeah. In Jeez. a lot
2: of ways. Yeah. It's
0: a, it's, a, it's a rich Jewish banker thing. Okay. This yeah. <laughs> is where they're going to take X percent of your profits and give you what's left. Okay. Yeah. And then if
2: you Break that. That's your livelihood.
0: That's your life. Yeah, yeah. If you break a contract, you break a contract, that, and then they do, and they stop paying you. That's the way it works. Okay. Well, it works. That, you,
2: that's you, you don't ever, have to. Pay, you don't yeah. have to
0: pay a con. You don't have to sign the contract if you don't want.
2: I'm no one's forcing
0: you to be But maybe oh, what yeah. she's advocating for, here, Greeno. Let's hear her out. But maybe what she's advocating for, and maybe this will be a better idea. Now, hear me out. Here, I know nothing yeah. about contracts. You know nothing about slavery. We might have fixed yeah. this.
1: 20th month fixed it. what
0: if all professional athletes like in sport games or whatever and sport yeah. uh teams what and if no they con- could just change teams like every round <laughs> no
1: no no let's take it one step back let's yeah. let's uh, I'll, i'm going to appease her yeah. i'm going to remove the contracts
0: no contracts
1: no contracts
0: okay so we could say oh, look if you want to play this game i'll give you 200 bucks <laughs>
1: i'll give you 6 million you and $6. then when 50 uh, million but, yeah Million. I'll get a 100 million and then when they play they're like ah oh, I, I ch- change my mind.
0: Yeah, nice Gary. There's no contract. Nice Gary. Kind of sounds like our days playing in bands when we would be like we would go in and go like yeah we're going to give you a couple of cases of beer and at the end it's like where's yeah. our cases of beer? Yeah, no we didn't get enough. Yeah, everyone's
1: getting We, we, didn't,
0: we yeah. didn't we didn't get enough uh tickets tonight so no beer for you. It's like oh good. Yeah, yeah that's great. We we'll should you know we yeah we, we you know what we, yeah, we yeah, should have signed a, a fucking contract instead. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, I want you to play for my basketball team. I'm gonna give you one billion dollars. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm gonna give you a billion dollars. No,
1: no, no. Can you put that in a contract for me?
0: No, sorry, no I'm not a no. racist. <laughs> I'm not a slave owner. I'm not sorry, I'm not putting a contract in front no, of you. <laughs> <What? Thank> you. <laughs> I'm not a racist. I don't offer contracts. <laughs> you just do it, okay? If you want oh. the money. And then yeah, at the end of the year, so where's my billion dollars? Ah, yeah, look, sorry. Not gonna happen. Sorry about that. Yeah, but you promised. Yeah, well, again, I'm no racist. I didn't sign a yep. fucking contract <laughs> Tell your story walk. And <laughs> yeah. You basically just played for me for free. You worked for free, mm. which ironically would be a slave. would be slavery. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So we've come full circle. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. In 12 seconds of this clip, yeah. we've come full circle. So if there are no contracts, there's no agreement. Therefore, if there's yeah. no agreement, you could be playing for free,
2: Yeah. in,
0: yeah. in which case you would then become a slave.
2: Yeah. That's your livelihood. That's your life. Yep. So,
0: we the new slaves. Athletes are literally the new slaves.
2: And literally the greener, the new slaves. <laughs> <Nice>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the literally the new slaves. The new slaves.
0: Yeah. Oh, LeBron James. Slave, greener. Yeah. Slave.
2: Because we need this. Our families, our friends depend on this contract. That's, uh, called, that's, called, a, that's
1: called a job. I've got an employment contract. Yeah.
0: Your family <laughs> your family depends on your employment. Am I wrong? Grant?
1: That's how work generally goes.
0: <laughs> Jesus my Christ.
1: Word. We're already 23
0: seconds into this clip. My word. But again, you could get a job down at the local supermarket. Nothing's stopping you. Yeah. You'd have to sign a contract there too, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, you know? Yeah. An employee an, work an, work an work employee agreement life. or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. So that would still be in place. You don't just get to rock up. Uh, I mean, the only people who can get away with working without contracts are illegal Mexican immigrants in Texas, Greener. They stand around out the side of, uh, outside of hardware stores and, you know, you pull up in your in your, your pickup truck and say, all right, I need to build a fence. I need three guys. Who's in? I'll give you 20 bucks. Six. And they go, oh, yeah, was and they jump in the back of the thing. There you go. There's work without a contract, if that's what you want. Work without a contract right. was actually very popular. I don't know if you're aware of this, Greeno, during the Depression. Where Brushy. a lot of guys would show up and stand out the front of the factory or the shipyard or whatever, and just hope and pray that the owner would drive past and say, "Okay, we'll take ten of you, but no one else." So the first ten mm-hmm. that were there, some guys used to stand out the front of factories for days and days and weeks, Greeno, waiting for a chance to work for one to be invited day. in yeah. yeah, that's a world without contracts. Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, sign up. Sounds great. <laughs> where do I? Well, I can't sign up, Greeno. There's no contract. No contract. Like, <laughs> Where do I sign? Oh, no, the irony. It's killing me. Get him a a voting pencil. That'll be all right. Dip his finger in ink. He's worked already today. They
1: say they want you to be Uh, an animal out there. Now,
0: see, this is where it started because this is our our man, uh, the cape, Greeno.
1: No, no, Cape. Cape's trying to get a contract. That's the problem.
0: Ah, so he wanted a contract. He He wanted to be a slave. Yeah, right. Ah, okay. Shackle me in. I can't wait. Yeah, he's been trying. He's been
1: begging people to shackle
0: him. He actually took people to court because they wouldn't put him in a contract. (laughs)
2: Nice. Ridiculous, isn't it?
0: He, he took he, he took football to court because they wouldn't give him a slave contract. Well, contract. Oh. Now, now, the irony here is they're both activists. Oh. <laughs> so which one is right? Contracts are the new slavery versus I don't I have think... a contract. Because therefore, I'm a slave. Um, so I think, oh, I think yeah, we're
1: Team yeah, Kathy, yeah. Don't we? Oh, my 100% team, Kathy. Lock him up.
2: <laughs> Lock him up?
0: I'm a big fan of Kaepernick. I can't wait for him to be enslaved (laughs) by another NFL team. Why didn't the Chiefs enslave him when they had the chance, Greeno? Yeah, that's what they should call Draft Night, Slavery Night.
1: (laughs) Night, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Want you to be an animal out there with the number one shackle,
2: and you want to give them that. But let me tell you something. Yeah. What they don't want you to understand is what's being established is a power dynamic. Right. Before they put you on the field, teams poke, pry, Mm -hmm. and examine you, searching for any defect.
0: Yeah, well, again, it's professional sports, bro. I don't know what to tell you, okay? I just (laughs) do not know what to tell this sweet naive boy.
1: Our man, B.E., he works works in the mining industry.
0: Hmm.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, pretty sure before you go into that job, you need to do a physical. Yep.
0: Mate, I don't even work in the mining industry, and I've had to do many physicals, mm-hmm. many physicals, because any ma- manual labor job, yeah. uh, guess what? If you've got a reoccurring back injury, for yeah. example, we're, we're they race. don't want you. Right? Yeah. They don't want you. They don't want to know. Like, uh, Look, I'll tell a quick little story.
2: I like stories about pinatas.
0: I had a pretty bad back injury, like in my early 20s. And uh, it's been, you know, it's been a chronic back problem ever since. Greeno knows full well, like, the length and depth of it because he's old man. The big fella has kind of similar back issues. And I've had periods where I've gone, like, you know, six weeks and I can barely walk and I can't fucking walk. And at the time I was doing, you know, I was doing a job where uh, if I didn't show up, I didn't get paid, you know. And people would say to me, why don't you tell them that you hurt your back? I'm like, I can't. (laughs) And they're yeah. like, no, you need to. And it's like, no, I can't. I, I seriously can't. Because the first time that you make a claim for a back injury, you have to then every single other job that you go for, you have to uh, disclose that, that you yeah, have previously.
1: Have you, uh, have you ever had a you know, previous yeah. claim?
0: And you can't no. lie about it because they're going to look you up anyway. So that's Ooh. the first test when you go for another job. It's like, has he lied on his application form? Because all of that um, information is readily available for employers. They can just look up the, you know, they, they hire people to do this for them. You know, yeah. they look up, all right, has he lied on his application? Has he applied for any kind of workers' compensation or whatever? So even though I had this awful back injury that resulted from work, I could never claim anything for it because I would be completely fucked. Like I wouldn't be able to get a job after that point for the, next, for the rest of my fucking life. Because they'd say, oh, look, he's got a bad back injury and we can't have him. And I was doing manual labor work. So I just had to kind of grip my teeth and fucking struggle through it for 20 years. right? And sometimes that meant um, being, you know, not even being able to physically walk, but like crawling out to the car and crawling into the truck at work and, you know, hoping to God that I didn't have to get out and change a tire or something because I'd be there all fucking day trying to do it like while I was crying in pain. And yeah. that was just the fucking, that's the hand you dealt. You just got to deal with it, you know. So, yes, if you're a fucking professional athlete where your job is to actually be you know in a physically demanding uh, environment, Guess what? If I'm paying the bills, if I'm signing up slaves to contracts, Greeno, you would be damn sure I'm gonna be fucking checking them for any knee injuries, any back also, injuries. Uh, <laughs> also, fucking risk, no reward,
1: risk reward thing if they were getting paid. If they weren't getting paid, I guarantee you those <laughs> the uh, the poking probably wouldn't happen yep. because like, oh I'm not paying them anyway. Don't worry about it. Here you go, come on in, that's worth a shot. B E in, in the chat, Greeno, B in the chat says
0: a cold board medical is a prerequisite to be on site. So you can't even get no, on site unless you've what? had a pre yeah a medical beforehand yep.
1: the lady is delivering uh lunchtime sandwiches yep six physicals before they're allowed everyone, on site at
0: during yep. co- during covid right during covid you had to you had to prove you were fucking vaccinated before you'd even be allowed in a building site somewhere yeah and you might be the only one who's fucking there the at 1, one there. in the morning you know you yep. still had to prove it so don't give me this crap
2: that might What's got to say yeah performance no boundary respect no dignity left intact
0: yeah meanwhile go out and get your vaccines <laughs> <Good>. uh, <laughs>
2: Hey look
1: if if they're sitting there want to check out uh, cap's junk to see if he's fit well you know maybe he's got a case there but you know hammies your ankles, your shoulders uh, your chest uh, yeah. all that kind of stuff That's, you're playing uh, you're playing football. A spare game
2: right? yeah, playing uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Football.
0: look at this crap on, man. Boy. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. Nice. Look at this, Greeno. Oh, but like
1: once
0: again,
1: no one forced us to watch it.
0: No, I'm not surprised, though. I'm glad we did, though, because ESPN has been tracking down this way for, like, the last 10 years. It's been pretty fucking sad. I remember, you know, when I was a younger guy, I wouldn't even be that into American sports, but I loved SportsCenter. Loved it. Because you know why? Because all they did was talk about the fucking scores and show highlights, and that was it. Stats, scores, highlights, bang, results, boom. ESPN has been going off the fucking cliff. It's been a slow death for a long fucking time and it's finally coming to a head here. Look at this, Green. This is fantastic. Remember the good fucking ESPN documentaries like the Reggie Miller one? Yeah, the old
1: 30 for 30. The Buffalo Uh, Bills
0: one was fucking amazing. That's great. Yeah, Yeah.
1: really, really good. A ton of them. Yeah. So
0: many good docos. Now, this is the shit that they're churning out now. This this stuff here. Fucking, this is fantastic. I love the um, the fishbowl lens that was used here and, and I bet the, the you, you know I bet the university graduate the arts film the arts graduate who came up with this idea said this is revolutionary yeah. no one's ever done a fucking fishbowl lens before let's have a look oh they're in chains greener what you, I, I wanna I wanna ask you a serious question Colin what would you have them do? What is what? your alternative here? What, do you th- what 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 is the utopian football world that you envisage for these athletes? Should they not be athletes?
1: I'm saying no contracts
0: no contracts okay should yeah. they not be you know checked out physically before they're paid before they go out and play a physical sport should that not no, happen what, right. what what hey, what that's, are you that's actually that's right proposing well. what do you want out of this cuz i know what i want no
1: contracts and and no no poking and prodding
0: well i know what i want i want um all illegal performance enhancing drugs to be banned uh to be banned from being banned i want them all allowed i want all performance enhancing <laughs> yeah. drugs in sports to be allowed and optional and on the table because that would get rid of the whole, you know, we need to check you physically thing, wouldn't it? It'd just be ah. who's drugged up the most. <laughs> who's who's taking the most steroids? I'm going to pick the eight-foot-tall guy who can run 100 meters in five seconds. I want him on my fucking team. I want, I want the guy with robotic arms and legs on my team. Fuck it. You know, and then we can really embrace. Then there's no contracts. Who cares? Because we're all mm-hmm. working for the company at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, what's the alternative here, Greeno? What would you do? Different, Colin. What would what what is what do what does Colin want, Greeno? Help me, help me. Colin wants, Colin wants the paycheck. They've asked him, like, hey Cole, I
1: know you know you've been out of a job for a decade. Yeah. Do you want to appear in this ESPN doc? I think we'll pay you fifty
0: grand. That's what Colin wants. Colin wants the money, even though he hates the money. It's gotta be a sad yeah. it's gotta be a it's, it's kind of thing where you masturbate and cut yourself afterwards, you know? A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you cry after sex. You're one <laughs> of those guys, you know. I'll take the money, but I hate the money. <laughs>
2: Look at that shape there. Fine specimen. 600. Fucking
0: next level stuff, mate.
2: Nice. Hey, that's enough for that
0: one. Uh, I
1: just want to point out, uh, not one white person in that doco. A little bit racist.
0: I oh, know. No, that's wrong, Greeno. The guy the guy who's selling a slave is white.
1: Oh, no, I slave that's, white you that's your
0: Patriots. Oh, nice, uh, know, whatever his name was. What was his name? Rob Craft. Craft. There he is. Uh, yeah.
1: There you go. <laughs> So a little bit of ESPN, a little bit of taste of ESPN for you there.
0: Yep. Would Tom yeah. Brady consider himself to be a slave, or does it only I'm apply saying. to black athletes?
1: Ah, uh, well, that's 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 the tricky slave. That's what I'm saying. Like, what about the Russian? What
0: about feet? like the Lithuanian basketballers? Greeno, are they slaves yeah. also? Or
1: yes, sir. I um, guess. Is yeah, everyone the principle of this?
0: Is Kieran Perkins a slave, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Swimmer.
1: Slave to the uncle Uncle Toby's
0: dollar. Uh, <laughs> the speedo fucking
2: paycheck.
1: Yeah, the speedo paycheck. Uh, Next, let's have a look here. Uh, let's skip the bear. Should we just do
0: stat man's and wrap it up? Yeah, why not? We've had a good run, it's been a good I'm show. Scouting.
1: Yeah, I didn't put in the rundown, but I'm a bit confused. There's been a big focus on dips this week. Dips, all I've heard is about fucking hummus. Who
0: put the dip in the dip I, don't, uh, do dip, do dip? I never got into hummus when I was younger, yeah. and to be fair, like so, hummus was like it was kind of when we were younger, Greeno, it was kind of exotic. You know, yeah. hummus was only at those kebab shops, it. those really ethnic kebab shops where they don't even speak English when you walk in uh, there. So yeah. you walk in, you go, how you going, mate? And they go, "I just, rah, rah, you know, it was only at those ones where, yeah. you know, the most exotic we used to get when we were kids was like kind of like garlic sauce. Oh, I'll have a bit of garlic sauce was, on my chicken yeah. kebab. You know?
1: and far between. It was barbecue sauce on the kebab. Chicken. Barbecue
0: sauce on the kebab. Yeah. A little bit of garlic sauce on there as we got a little older. Now it's yeah. horse. Now I don't even really know what hummus is now even. Chickpea. Uh, so
1: a, a ground down chickpea with like garlic and stuff, but
0: Maybe. it's white. Aren't, chickpeas aren't white, are they?
1: No, it's like a, it's more of a, a beigey colour. It's quite delicious. Quite delicious,
0: yeah. But that's the I'm... thing. Hummus is so hit and miss. There's, nah. there's no, yeah. It's okay hummus. It's only really good hummus or really bad hummus. Or bad
1: hummus, yeah. No, no great. I
0: mean. <laughs> there's really oily kind of shit that's disgusting. And it's yeah, really kind of fresh and fluffy and stuff, fresh, stuff that's, like, yeah. that's like whipped cream, you know, like the really, really soft and light and fluffy stuff. That's really good. Yeah. But then there's other hummus that's just fucking terrible. Yeah. yeah, you can always tell if it's bad hummus, by the way, if you go into like a kebab shop in the inner west of Sydney and nobody has – like if it's, if the hummus kind of tray is untouched, there's only two options. One, it's a brand new tray of hummus and it's really popular and everyone's been taking it, or no one's been taking it all day because it's fucking awful and they're still so getting yeah, kebabs. <laughs> the I know. It's 50-50. That's what I say. It's hit and that's miss, right, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: what is your kebab water? Um, Where
0: do you um, go when you go a kebab? You, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who's like, I buy a different case of beer every time I go to the bottle shop. So, you mix it up. Okay. Yeah, but if I had to pick one like right now, I would probably go a chicken kebab with lettuce, tomato, onion, garlic sauce and tomato sauce and okay. cheese and cheese. So, but I, I mean, I'll, you know, tom- he asked me tomorrow, it's probably going to be a beef kebab or something else on it. But if, up. Yeah, yeah, but if, you know, I do like, I, uh, you know what, if I, I don't even really do the kebabs anymore, what I really like is your halal snack pack, Greeno. You know, uh, the snack pack's pretty that. good. I
1: find it a bit heavy
0: though. It is really heavy. That's it's
1: very heavy. Yeah. I, I gave it a crack a few times. What I actually preferred is the, the chart, like, uh, they did like the charcoal. mm. And you have that in a pack, like it's like yeah, like beautiful, like charcoal. Uh, whether it be lamb or or beef or, or chicken, yeah. and yeah, they they literally do it over the charcoal coals for you while you're yeah. there, yeah. Um and then put it with like a bit of like pickled pickled veg mm. uh, and a couple of other things. Really, really good.
0: Yeah, see, be in the chat. His uh, his lovely wife KT is Lebanese of Lebanese yeah. distraction. If I'm not mistaken, he said hummus is a staple at our house. It better be home- homemade hummus though.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they get the good shit though. They're not getting the, like it's the. It's either sugar, yeah. It needs yeah. to be. It needs to be, to be fucking mother
0: in mother, law hummus. You know, yeah. like no, this is the shit we used to make back in during the war in Lebanon. Yeah. All right, this is the good shit yeah. that I'm this giving shit you. have been
1: soaking for a week beforehand. Like, this <laughs> this is
0: the good stuff. <laughs> so no, I can um, appreciate that definitely.
1: I'll do it on Statman's. This happened during the week. Now, uh, I I meant to do some research on this particular ground that this this match happened on, but uh, Jake Fraser McGurk had a 29-ball century, setting a world record for the fastest ever list a ton. That's fucking uh, incredible.
0: How does that even that happen? Twenty yeah. died deliveries. Twenty
1: nine. It was like you know, how many four, sixes four, did he? Six? Get? Oh, a lot. It was all sixes. Apparently, the ground was only like 50 meters to the boundary. Oh. Uh... Um, the team that uh, first innings was like 430-something, <laughs> and, and this team still lost, even though he hit a 29-ball century. Reminds he still me, hit close to 400.
0: Reminds me of uh, Daniel, uh, God, w- we did a whole show about it. Not a whole show, but we remember Daniel's son, you're the best around at yeah, North Sydney yeah. Oval. Remember when he hit? Yeah, Dan Smith. Dan Smith. Thank you, Green. Nice, yeah. Gary. Remember, those were the days when we used to get these athletes to respond to us on Twitter back then.
1: Yeah, good times. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I think he had the show recommended to him by some other fucking athlete who was listening to it, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, "Yeah, check these guys out." And we were Thanks, like, "Boys," and he replied to us, "Thanks, boys. That was great." You know, Yeah. big laughing face. These days, no one gives a fuck
2: because <laughs> we don't we're do going. sport anymore.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, you know why, we... Greeno?
0: Because we're not fucking racists. That's why. Yeah,
2: nice. that's hey. why
0: we don't talk about sport anymore, Greeno. Because sport is slavery.
1: Hmm. Yep. I'm just looking up this ground, just seeing. Where who normally plays there? Because it's the Karen Rolton Oval.
0: Sorry, update look. on the homo screen. Be yeah, he said, we make it or the packaging is in Arabic. I can confirm that that's a thing because if I buy like any kind of German food, I Ooh. will always default to the, the German food that's in written in German on the packet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, because you just, that's a bias thing, isn't it? It's like. No, no one who speaks English could make German food like the Germans do, and it might be fucking terrible compared to the people who speak and put English words on the packet. But you just fucking go that way, don't you? You're like, nah, this is the good shit. Uh, this is definitely the good shit. It comes direct from Germany. How could it be wrong? How could it be bad? I'm getting the good sauerkraut here, not that shit, not that pommy shit pretending to be German. Fuck
1: that. Yeah, we, we don't want uh, I made Daryl's homus. Daryl's homus.
0: Bob's yeah. Bob's hummus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's shit. Robo's. That's shit what was
0: that fucking what was it was it Sean garlic who did the gallo's pies green gallo's pies gallo's yeah. gallo's hummus and mushroom pie fucking right. <laughs> come and get it
1: uh, um <laughs> go find out the damn dimensions of this this uh, ground it, it's basically it's a kiddie pitch mm-hmm. more than anything else yeah. uh no wonder they were just smacking over there so anyway well done 29 uh broke a world record previously set by someone else yeah, who cares? it's pretty crazy um, yeah I think, like The cricket, I'm just, I'm not feeling the cricket at the
0: moment. I haven't watched the previous, uh, I couldn't watch anything after Bathurst. But can we talk about Bathurst for a minute?
1: Nice. Yeah, well, just that means that we'll end on Bathurst.
0: So I, um, I quickly. no, I just want to do Bathurst first before you get to the stats. Because otherwise I'll forget. So okay. I've got a little, sto- it's a story time. So okay. I think I I, like I'm allowed to interrupt. Stories
2: about pinatas. Well, as long as it's oh, a story
0: time I'm allowed to interrupt. So um, I watch Bathurst this year. I watch Bathurst every year and I get really pumped for it and I get really excited mm-hmm. for it. And the Bathurst coverage started on, I think it was like even, no, it was, it was Thursday morning it started, the live yeah. coverage at like 7 a.m. And I love that. So there was
1: that. like a channel channel for the week, like 24-hour channel. Yes, on cable. Week.
0: Yeah, on our pay yeah. TV here. There was like a Bathurst channel, Mount Panorama mm-hmm. fucking channel, non-stop Bathurst. And I just, yep. I literally watched it non-stop because I love it. And, um, you know, so I started watching on Thursday and that's when you get like every, all the, it's not only like the main V8 supercars, it's also like all the other classes, like the Porsche cup and the utes and the fucking historic cars. And they're all getting out there and doing their thing. And I love it, man. Yeah. Especially. And there's something special, like Bathurst coverage in the morning when like the mist is coming off the ground and the sun's just rising and cars are out there tearing ass around the mountain. Mm. Like there's something cool about that, which I really like those early Bathurst mornings. And so I'm gearing up, gearing up and I'm like watching it and, you know, I'm watching it, I'm working and I've got the, you know, the laptop on the side screen and I'm watching like while I'm working. And then Saturday comes on and it's like, so I've got no work here. So I'm just going to settle in on the couch and fucking watch as much Bathurst as I possibly can, all the qualifying and everything, the shootout, all the support classes. Then the race came on and yes, I was drinking. I was making mimosas and knuck first, knuck first fucking rolls, Greeno at eight o'clock in the morning for breakfast. Uh, so I started drinking about seven thirty eight a.m. Bathurst coverage started. The race didn't start until 11.15. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I had a good four hours of pre-race wank, Greeno, which nice, is, you Mary! know, which a is lot. pretty fucking epic. That's a lot of wanking. Yeah. Your dick will fall off for four yeah. hours of pre-race red wank. Red raw at that point. Right. It was red yeah. raw, but I was ready to fucking go. I was rearing yeah. and ready to go, Greeno. And so, you know, I... I'm already on the lounge by the time the race started at eleven fifteen. Four four hours, and then the race itself takes about six hours, mm-hmm. and then after that, I was watching for like another two hours afterwards of post race wank greeno. Oh, you got to yeah, you got to watch the post race highlights and interviews and press conferences and the champagne and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, I go into work. <clears throat> I go into work the next day. And I get there first. No one's in the office. So I think I'm going to go out and take a little shit while well, no one's around. You know? No one else has come into the office yet, so I'm going to take a shit. get well, the
1: company, sh- well, I might as well.
0: Take my morning shit, get it out of the way. Before yeah. it, any of those awkward kind of shitting in the office moments where – you know, like, you don't, want to, you don't want to be shitting in the office and someone else walks in and then you walk yeah. out at the same time washing your hands and they're like, oh, God, that was you in there? Yeah. That's filthy. So I'm like, I'm going to get it done out of the way now. And I stood up and, you know, you know a little bit of a throwback story within a story, threw my fucking back out, Green. Oh,
2: nice,
0: threw my back out while I was doing up my jeans. And I could only put it down to the fact that, That I spent 14 hours on the couch watching Bathurst. Yeah. Now the sick, sad irony of this is that this was by far the most boring Bathurst race that I have seen in the last ten fucking years because my word, it was terrible. And like, uh, that's nothing against like the guys in the race or anything. It's not against the event or anything. It's because there were no fucking safety cars for like the last. Hour or two hours or something? Two hours, yeah.
1: The last two hours, it was just a procession.
0: They ran through the stats and they were like, so, you know, last year there was like seven safety cars. Because uh, I've gotten so used to there being a safety car near the end, which is like yeah, 90% of the time. was a sprint
1: race. Brings, right.
0: Yeah, it brings all the field close together. And then they're usually the winning margin is like, uh, you know, a second or two. It's fuck mm-hmm. all. And you've been racing for six and a half hours and you all go, oh, this is fucking amazing. But the guy who won it won it by like 30 seconds or something, 20 seconds, yeah. you know? And he was just cruising like for the last couple of hours and it was fucking boring. <laughs> it was terribly <laughs> boring. So I threw howling my back out.
1: And ever
0: threw yeah. my back out for nothing, Greeno, at the end of the yeah. day. So there you go. There's my story.
2: I like stories about pinatas.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say the same. Like that day, that was a Burko day because that was uh, that was my favorite baseball day of the year, other than Opening Day, mm. where there's four playoff games on back to back to back. I remember to you back. saying
0: that you can't watch Bathurst because it's Bathurst uh, because uh, it's I baseball day.
1: Yeah, I end up getting everything going simultaneously, so it was all good. But <laughs> yeah, it, it was it's a big commitment. So yeah, it's like four a.m. start, four p.m. finish at the baseball, and then you got Bathurst going at the same time. Yeah. But then, so I was like, all right, I'll get up early, i watch the games, and I was pumping through the games because the games were actually going a lot quicker than usual this year because mm-hmm. uh, of the new rules. And then as soon as, like, because you've got to watch the first, what? like, you know. It's now now I'm
0: intrigued. This is the second time you've brought up the new rules. So now you have to actually tell me what the rule is so I'm not an idiot. Oh, okay. Next so they, uh,
1: they introduced a, a pitch clock.
0: Okay. So
1: you've like only a got, clock. like, yeah. yeah, you've got 30 seconds to throw your pitch from the time you get the ball back because what was happening is, pitchers were literally sitting there holding the ball stepping off having a chat to the catcher and games were just getting excessively long with nothing happening so you you could like there were some clips where there was like four minutes where no pitch had been thrown. Is the thinking
0: there the longer that the batter is standing there, the more uncomfortable he'll be, and then it's better like it's two yeah, hours change or something you know like that? that some or...
1: people like to compose himself; don't want to take too like take some time to really work on the pitch. Getting it's just it was a mess, and it was becoming like painful to watch.
0: But with some pitches, becoming like one... painful. God, it must have been pretty fucking. <laughs> it must have been pretty, pretty bad because it was painful before that, I think. Yeah, so
1: they did the new pitch clock, and games went down from averaging like close to four hours down to three. So they took an hour That's
0: of That's incredible. An, yeah, hour, and, and, an, an hour. and An hour. Yeah, an hour a and, game was spent on the pitcher walking around scratching his nuts and nothing. spitting so, and scratching yeah. at his mark on the mound and all that so kind of hour, dumb shit.
1: An hour of Fuck. nothingness was removed. Like, wow. Yeah, it's not like, oh, we missed – we missed the home runs. We missed the extra pitch. No, no, no. Okay, we didn't miss I take it base. back. All we missed, all we missed, was people standing around doing fuck all. Okay, I take uh, it back. Um, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Changing. No, that's
0: that is a sorry book. Um, because I said it, how fucking crazy is it that they change rules in all the sports in every off season? That is a rule change. I will one hundred percent fucking get behind yeah. every day of the week. Now I'm just amazed because you know what? I never really thought about it. I've always known that baseball feels like it's too long, mm-hmm. but I'm not a huge baseball fan because, like, I always think of the criticism that you get from baseball fans about cricket is, oh, cricket takes too long and it's too slow. And I'm like, hey, hang on, you watch baseball? Like, how can you how can you possibly say that cricket is boring? <laughs> like, you fucking watch baseball. They're just standing around, literally ninety percent of the time. But I never thought that. An hour, like 25% of game time was just spent with the pitcher, with the ball in his hand, looking around, playing with his caps, spitting tobacco out, having a chat, scratching his nuts. That's it. That's that's uh, it. 25% I exagger- of the game. I
1: exaggerated the reduction, but the reduction is still dramatic. Okay. So, sorry, it was three hours and six minutes with the average. Yeah. And now it's down to 242. So they've taken... Over ten percent of the game time out. Okay, it's
0: still a huge fucking. That's chunk. huge. Well, for yeah.
1: com- com- comparative, twenty twenty three is the lowest game times, since before two thousand. Wow. So we're talking twenty three years. The game has never been this this quick. By the way,
0: so, Statman from BE in the I'm chat. A BE said it's the largest winning ma- uh, margin at Bathurst since nineteen ninety nine. So there you go. Literally yeah. the most boring race in over twenty boring years. Boring race
1: ever. Yeah. yeah. Least amount of safety cars I've ever seen. There was no Kangaroo. There no was
0: bushes. only only three safety cars.
1: There was
0: no rain, no. there was no in rocks saying or anything. that and the what? sad irony to it was though, it was probably like the Giza's best ever fucking win because they just absolutely fucking slaughtered the race. They, they didn't qualify well. I was on Kostecki, like, big time, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after quality. after Quali, I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to brain this. But, um, yeah. you know. I set up a race car instead of a Quali car. That's it. And when I heard, when I was listening to the post-race interviews, like, his co-driver Stanaway was like, yeah, no, he's like, literally months ago, um, Gisbergen was like, forget about fucking Quali. Yeah. I just want to set up the race car. That's what we need. Yeah. We just need to fucking build a race car. And that's what they did, and they fucking won. You know, they won it. And side note: Gisberg far. going, Gisberg and going to NASCAR next year full time. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be doing yeah, oval races. Gone, so. yeah. yeah, it's going to be interesting. Hope we'll he does he better than Marcus.
1: Yeah, I think he'll be similar to Marcus in the essence of when they're in the circle tracks, he'll struggle, and when they're on the regular racing tracks, well,
0: car. the the difference here is though that Gis grew up on circle tracks, just on dirt, not on uh, asphalt. So. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna he he's I don't think he's gonna go over there and kill him. Like we've had this conversation before. Like when they go over there on oval tracks, they they always struggle. Yeah, he's not gonna go over there and brain them on the oval tracks. Don't get me wrong, but that was a that was for Marcus Ambrose. That was a completely foreign thing, you know. Yeah. at least for Van Gisbergen. Van Gisbergen seems more like a virtuoso when it comes to dry. He wins rally. Greeno, like he wins whatever he does. Yeah, hey, he's, he's a great driver. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, very talented
1: driver. Well, it was proven when he went over to NASCAR on a weekend off and won the race.
0: Yeah, in his
1: mm. debut, <laughs> Like yeah. just a random car. So, yeah, um, never driven yeah, never that kind time. of car
0: before. Yeah, and,
1: driven, driven the right hand, uh, yeah, <laughs> like the steering wheel on the yeah. side. Actually, it since you mention it,
0: since you mention it, put if you've got a pen and paper handy, Greeno, I want you to note this down. There is actually a worthwhile interview worth watching. Um, after Van Gisbergen won that race with Dale Earnhardt Jr. on his mm-hmm. podcast, and you can get it on YouTube. So just look for Dale Earnhardt Jr., Shane Van Gisbergen. So yeah. they invited uh, the gears onto Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s show, and it's it's actually, like, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be terrible, yeah. um, but it's actually pretty good. And he's just describing, like, his experience to Dale Earnhardt Jr., who obviously is, like, a staple name in NASCAR. Mm. And he's like, yeah, so, you know, like one of the hardest things was um, the wall on the other side of the car. So, usually I sit on the other side of the car. So, there was like, yeah. you know, the left-hand turn. I didn't really know where the car was because I'm on the other side. So, it was hard <laughs> to judge, you know, yeah. how close I'm getting to the wall and shit. So, like little things like that. And um, <clears throat> they go into his driving technique about like heel-toe. Yeah, uh, yeah, which they don't really do in the and states. They're doing
1: NASCAR. Kind of, yeah, they were shocked. They're like, "What's he doing with the yeah, yeah with the these feet?" And I would like, "Oh, people are gonna start copying this because it seems to work."
0: Yeah, well, because they don't have to over there because it's a different kind of differential. Uh, yeah. so it's not like is uh, it a lock diff uh, that we have here? So you have to kind of match the revs before you put it in gear and stuff. But they don't mm-hmm. have that over there. But he was just doing it either by habit, but also because he felt like it it helped, you know, like it it made the car faster and clearly it it did. And actually the post-race interviews with the other guys who finished like second and third, that's definitely worth watching. And I never realized this before at the time because I didn't look into it, but one of the guys said, yeah, it's actually pretty embarrassing that this guy came over here in his first race in our cars and, (laughs) And you know, actually whipped our asses. So yeah. he 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 had the right attitude, though. He's like, it just makes me want to like work harder and go. How could this happen? Like, you know, yeah. he made us look amateur. So I want to make sure that it doesn't happen again. You know, like uh, which I was like respect for that. Yep. So he gave him respect by saying he made us look shitty, but at the same time, he could tell he was kind of pissed, you know, oh, um, like yeah. we need to get better. Obviously clearly we're not the best. Clearly we're yep. not as good as we think we are. If someone can just come over here from the other side of the world and beat us in one race and then fly home again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Work the gear shift with the opposite hand. uh will yeah. <laughs> be able to know where the right side of his car is and still kick our ass. Yeah, well, totally.
0: Done. So that's definitely worth watching. Uh Shane Van Gisbergen on Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s uh, podcast. But- I
1: like stories about
0: piñatas. Right, back, back to the price of fish.
1: That's uh, a quick, quick nice Gary before I forget, because nice just reminding me, speaking of talented drivers, nice Oscar Piastri picked Oscar up his Oscar Piastri, team. yes. Technically, race win, but not doesn't count as an F1 win because he was in a sprint race. Uh, but he had a great weekend over the weekend, and that's where I was going. After the end of Bathurst, I was like, oh, I've got all this baseball to watch mm. and I've got all of Bathurst to watch. I did I got enjoy the that. End of yeah. But then Piastri had won the sprint race. I'm like, well, now I'm going to watch the replay. Like, yeah. Like, I'm going to watch this. I
0: intended to on the night. So so Bathurst finished at, it usually finishes what, like at it's 5 30
1: It finished,
0: five finished at 5.30. Yeah. 5.30. So it finished at 5.30 and the cricket started at 6.30. That was Australia versus India, the first yeah. game in the World Cup for Australia. Uh, incidentally, we've lost our first two games in the World Cup. Yeah. Um, didn't guess, you know that
1: one-day World Cup was on.
2: There, well,
0: yeah. we lost against India and we played okay, but then we absolutely got snotted by South Africa of all fucking people by like 160 runs or something. It was I'm pretty laughing. embarrassing. Um. You know, well, oh, there was there played... was a time when we dominated the one day world yeah, cup.
1: None of these guys have played one uh, domestic yeah, one day cricket on in like yeah. ten years. So yeah. Like, what, what do we think was going to happen? We're picked a bunch of players that haven't played oh, one day cricket.
0: That's a long, that's a long time fucking gripe that you and I have had with Australian cricket in general. It's the fact that we. We pick a Did test team a when we, we're pick. Yeah. We pick a test team when we're playing T Twenty, and we pick a T Twenty team when we're playing Shield cricket. Like, yeah. you know, there's a problem. There's a fundamental problem here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, the, the cricket started like an hour after um Bathus, but so I I was cooking dinner at this point and still watching like the post race. Just got off the peeled myself off the lounge, yeah. and started cooking dinner, and I didn't didn't get round to the cricket, and then it was like 9 o'clock, st- still drinking, and I'm like, all right, you know what. Uh, I'm going to check out, see what time the F1 starts. So I watched the the qualifying replay. And I'm like, oh, okay, this looks yeah. interesting. I'm like, okay, what time does the race start? And It was like 4 a.m. And I was like, no, nope. not, <laughs> <a day. laughs> <Yay. laughs> not, not happening, <laughs> not doing 4 a.m. <clears throat> but if I had it, my original plan was to stay up, watch the cricket until it finished, because that would have finished at like 3.30 a.m., I think, yeah. or thereabouts, and then go and then straight into the Formula 1. The yeah. I was like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. So I ended up watching it on replay the next day at like yeah. midday or 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And it was a fucking – it was a good race, actually, uh, the main race. besides Yeah, the main race is pretty good. Verstappen, but who's, you know, just – that was a thing. test
1: of endurance, that thing. Like yeah. I don't – like when you got drivers that are feeling like they're going to pass out in the car. Well, like, did
0: Logan Sargent just basically give up on Formula One because he was the only one who said, "I can't do it anymore. I can't keep going." There,
1: there were about five or six drivers after the race that
0: said, "I probably should have done the same thing." Yeah, um, but they didn't. Like they, were, they, they didn't
1: blacking out in corners and shit. And yeah, like, but they uh, didn't.
0: They didn't. Though. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. So that that you know what it's like. It's it's a fickle you know thing. Green. No, no,
1: no, no. I'm going to I'm going to call you out on that. Can you hit a nice Gary? Yeah. No, so I'm, like, I'm going to give a nice Gary to Logan Sergeant because at least he didn't fucking crash the car
0: for once. <laughs> Why? Because he parked oh, well it with ten laps to go. He
1: didn't crash it. Small thing. I was
0: I, I was actually thinking when I was watching it that he would get he would probably get a new contract if he did throw up in his helmet and finish the race, or if he did black out and crash it because they would say, well, look. He's not fast, but at least he's fucking committed. He's committed. Uh, but he, he, you know what? He's not fast and he's not even fucking committed. That's what we yep. get out of it in the end. It's cruel. It's harsh. Uh, I mean, it's modern day slavery, obviously.
2: It is, 100%. Um, you know, Check
0: but, the but he, is the, he is literally the only one in the paddock who parked it and said, I can't keep going. So, yeah. I'll, I mean, fucking Fernando Alonso's twice his age and he finished the race. Mm. So I thought that in that moment when he did that, even though the team's going, it's okay, Logan, it's all right, mate, bring it in, bring it in, mate. You know, if you can't keep going, you can't do it, mate. It's not your fault, it's all right. Well, it it's was all right. A, I
1: think I, think I was feel genuine... like in that
0: moment, yeah, it might have been genuine, but it doesn't matter. It goes to steel and gumption and fucking fighting through no, and no, no. every other driver. Finished yeah. the race except for him and he is the driver who is in the most precarious position who needs to finish every race and he, he fucking does. didn't and i feel like that was the moment that williams decided you know what there's plenty of fucking indians and japanese and fucking saudi arabians out there with big Wallets who whose sons want to drive Formula One will get one of them instead.
1: Logan Sargent isn't gonna be signed for next year anyway, we know, like regardless. Mm. I think Williams told him to come in because they would genuinely worry going. He'll fuck your he car. Will, <laughs>
2: he's
0: a fucking car up. Like we don't we... if if that logic were true, then you'd tell him to park it on lap one of every fucking race, Greeno, <laughs> regardless of the weather. <laughs>
1: Twenty laps into the race, like feel free to come in, Logan. And he's like, "Oh no, I'm going to keep pushing." You tell, tell him you tell
0: before the race even starts, Logan. Yeah. No, don't worry, don't get. Go, we're, we're going to put our test driver out there, okay? We don't hard. want you to crash it, okay? But I'm you're perfectly good. fit and healthy. Yeah, I know, but you know, you you do crash a lot, Logan. Okay. It's, uh, well done, what
1: well under Oscar Asher, Yeah, sprint race win, nice. and then yeah, yeah second. Hey. Second position there, up there. Brad Everly uh,
0: says Stroll said he passed out in the car, but it's like, Stroll, he's the boy who cried wolf, isn't he? Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. Let Stroll. Did you see that? Can we play that post? Yeah, we need to play that. Fuck me. Yeah, can we? Uh, well, hope. Let's
1: do the stat man's while you, I'll do the stat man's while you're playing the, I'm a the video. I'm uh, Unfortunate for the Atlanta Braves, they it for our boy Be. Uh, they got eliminated by the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, that means uh, every team that had a hundred wins during the regular season has been knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. So they've really got to have a look at the uh, playoff format there. Hmm. Uh, there was some cool stuff that happened uh, in the win earlier the week. Michael Harris the second had an unprecedented double play. In uh it was the first ever 8-5-3 double play in MLB history mm-hmm. at any point in a playoff game. Uh, then you also had the Arizona Diamondbacks. Congratulations, they knocked out the hundred-win Dodgers in round one. The of dodge gone. Um, but the D-Backs yesterday in clinching the, the series are the first team in MLB history to hit four home runs in a single postseason inning. They're basically doing batting practice against Lance Lynn. Mm-hmm. And with the Dodgers and uh, Orioles both getting swept this postseason, it's the first time multiple 100-win teams were swept in a single postseason all time. So um, quite frankly, it's been a very boring uh, postseason thus far in the MLB. Yeah. There's been like one good game mm. out of 10. Uh, actually, well, more than that's that. That should bode but...
0: well for the World Series, though, because won't that mean that the two most dominant teams will end up in it? like uh, because no, are we aren't we, we all just aren't we just knocking out like the teams that shouldn't really be there at this point no no that's the opposite the teams that should be there have already been eliminated oh
1: okay the best three teams have been knocked out already right okay well. yeah that's been a bit of a circus but anyway uh so that's the stat man's for this week Nice stat uh, yeah yeah Bit of Lance Stroll. Like we we talked about Stroll on the show before. He, he's uh, for for American listeners don't follow F one, so they don't know the Lance Stroll story. So Lance it's is basically fu- it's quite a
0: story, isn't it? It's a it's qu- actually if you if you're listening and you 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 don't know who Lance Stroll is, he, first of all, he's not American; he's Canadian. Yeah. But <clears throat> uh, secondly, is he Canadian? Actually, I think he's Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah. yeah. But secondly, there is actually a great little uh, F one video. There's a video on YouTube that you should just put into YouTube search. Lance Stroll is the worst F1 driver of all time. And just and there's, there's like a short doco that comes up. That is 100% worth your watch. Trust me. It's, yeah. it's gold.
1: It's fucking he's gold. He's had, he's had a formula one career going on about six, seven, seven years. years now. Yep. Um, all paid for by his dad. Dad. And,
0: and look, uh, like let's be fair here. He's not the yeah. first formula one driver to get a drive because he's got a rich dad and he won't be the fucking mm. last. So many of them get drives because their dad is rich. What's striking about Lance Stroll is he seems to lack even like a modicum of talent compared to those other ones that get drives because they're rich there. And again, that's not saying that he's a terrible driver. I don't think he's a terrible driver. I just think he's a terrible Formula One driver. So, he'd probably be really good in like NASCAR or something. Yeah, he'd probably be good in something like a little more suited to his skill level. You know, go, karts. Yeah, go, go karts. karts. Go, go karts. karts. Actually, go karts is pretty fucking fierce as well. It
1: is, man. <laughs> yeah. I reckon, like, he's down to be able to buy a good go kart. No, right.
0: He is he, actually a decent driver. Like, he's a pretty good driver. Um, But yeah, he's just. Just really bad at Formula One, and he wants it. The thing that makes it so tragic is he wants it so bad. <laughs> he could he shouldn't be there. You know? Yeah, poor old Lance. But anyway, all right, let's have a look
1: at uh, he got knocked out in qualifying one for yet another week. Now, his yep. teammate, like you said, he's like 44 year old Fernando Alonso. Yeah, and um,
0: in my favorite driver of all time, your
1: favorite driver of all time. But this young kid who's he's like the car is set up for Lance, like everything's true. like.
0: dad owns his dad owns the team
1: early in the season like alonso when he was like out in front was saying, oh, Lance might want to try this, this, and this on his car. I'm getting some good pace on this. Like, everything that's possible to get this guy to succeed in the sport is being handed to him. Yep. Uh, and he's just been embarrassed by a yeah, 44-year-old Fernando Alonso in the exact same car.
2: Not
0: hard to be embarrassed by 44-year-old Fernando Alonso, though, to be fair, because 44-year-old no, fair. Fernando he's, Alonso is still the fucking the most, goat.
1: This man. As as he is the
0: um, man. man.
1: But – so he was eliminated in qualifying one yet again this week, and he wasn't too happy uh, coming into the post-race interview. Okay. Well, as we saw frustration from you on the TV screens. This obviously means so much to you. What are your emotions right now? Yeah. Okay. Um so the language there. Uh, what is not clicking for you behind the wheel at the moment? I don't know. Kim okay. And how does this change your mindset for the weekend? Is it now a test session? Are you going to go for
2: it in the sprint? Keep driving.
0: What a fucking douchebag.
2: What a douchebag. What a douchebag. Uh,
0: I, I, well, now, I want to play this again. I want to roll through this one more time, Green. It's a 24-second interview, okay? Now, we all understand that the drivers are con- contractually obliged to do these post-race interviews. Most of them probably don't want to do it, but most of them also understand that the media kind of has a big role in paying their fucking salary because they mm-hmm. promote the sport and blah, 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 all that fucking, uh, you know. Um, all of that uh, insipid fucking bullshit that goes along with it, right? So it's just bullshit that they have to do. But let us I just want to go through this one more time. I'm going to pull something else up for you from the vault, Greeno, to do a comparison, okay?
1: We saw frustration from you on the TV screens. This obviously means so much to you. What are your emotions right now? <coughs> yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry for the language there. Uh, what is not clicking for you behind the wheel at the moment? I don't know. I um, how does this change your mindset for the weekend? Is it now a test
0: session? Are you going to go for it in the sprint? Keep driving. Okay. A petulant child. A petulant. petulant child. Now, that is a rich boy fucking petulant child response. Now, I want to compare, uh, do a comparison with this. Now, because there are similar ways, there are similar vibes here of dealing with the press. Now, one of yours and my... You know, kind of personal motorsport heroes, Greeno, is the great Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi Raikkonen, my favorite F1
1: driver of all
0: time. One of the greatest F1 drivers of all time. Only won the one world championship, did it in the last round, and. Kimmy Raikkonen. Way it. Yeah, but see, now, Kimmy Raikkonen is not the guy who has rich parents, if I'm not mistaken, is he? No. He's not that kind of a guy. No. Kimmy He's Raikkonen, worked his
1: way through the lower ranks. He He's did. raced in every category. <coughs> he raced rally himself for Kimi, a little
0: bit. Kimmy Raikkonen is the kind of guy who gets arrested in Finland, in his native Finland, for. He got arrested once for. Uh, he he punched out a stripper at a strip club and then stole someone's snowmobile and was arrested for being drunk on the snowmobile. Okay, now mm-hmm. that's Kimi Raikkonen. This is the guy
1: who uh, crashed on the back backside of Monaco and instead of going back to the pits and doing that's a debrief, right just jump the fence and hop on a yacht that's and then you, right. cut to, you cut 10 laps later and there's Kimmy on a yacht. With in the, the girls, shirt girls
0: in bikinis, he's <laughs> drinking <laughs> champagne was, and shit.
1: He so sitting <laughs> to the side and he's racing to the side. The he, did,
0: he didn't even bother going back to the pits. He just went uh, back to his yacht where the girls were yeah. and just started partying. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, you've just watched the Lance Stroll interview where Lance Stroll crashed out and blah, blah, blah. And he's now Kimmy was renowned for giving very little respect to the press because he hated doing press. Okay, he just hated it. So he, you know, you and I have done the Kimmy Rock and an impression. On it, you know, yeah, well, it's a good race, you know. We do what we can, but uh, you know, we see where we go. You know, he just gave them nothing because he didn't really respect them at all. Mm. And this is a great one from the vault. So this is back in the day, Green. And this is what two thousand and six, two thousand six. yeah. So this is the Formula One race in Brazil. And what you're about to see is Martin Brunel. Now, Pele, as you know, is a Brazilian god when it Mm. comes to, you know, their national heroes and stuff. You know, people consider him the greatest footballer of all time. And Pele was giving some kind of presentation Uh, before the Brazilian Grand Prix, and Martin Brundle caught Kimi Räikkönen on the grid. Well, not on the grid, kind of leaning against the wall, you know, doing doing Kimi things, you know. Martin Brundle doing his pit lane walk. I didn't realise that Martin Brundle had actually been doing this pit lane walk for the last 15 years. That actually surprised me. Uh, But Martin Brundle doing his pit lane walk, and he catches Kimi on the grid and have a look at this.
1: Kimi Räikkönen doesn't seem too interested in the... um Doesn't seem too interested in the proceedings going on up there. Kimmy, you missed the presentation by Pele.
0: Yeah.
1: Will you get over it? (laughs) Yeah, I was having a shit. Nice,
2: Gary!
0: Absolute fucking legend. Now that's the way... that's, you know,
1: Gave an honest answer.
0: That's it. That's the way you would be short with the media. You missed the presentation yeah. by Pele. Where do you get over it? <laughs> yeah, I was having a shit. He
1: in a shit. Like, I was having a it. shit. He's about to have a race. But yeah, the, yes. the response from Brundle, yeah, is is uh, laughter.
0: Like quick,
1: quick, no, quick-witted commentary. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we response. have to
0: we have to play Brundle's responses. So seem yeah. too
1: interested in the. Um, doesn't seem too interested in the proceedings going <laughs> on up there. Kimmy, you missed the presentation by Pele. Yeah. Yeah. You get over it. <laughs> yeah. I was having a shit. <laughs> okay. Thanks for that. Now, yeah. Obviously, you'll have a nice light car on the grid then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that's great. That is comedy. That's Martin Brundle. That's Martin, Brundle, Brundle of love. Brundle shit of love. Right baby. Yeah. Uh, Brad Everly saying Kimmy is worth 250 million through real estate, but is that that wasn't before he started racing though, was it? I wouldn't have thought it's probably no, the money he's, he's made, made from racing. He's invested in did. real estate.
1: Owned it in a real estate. Yeah.
0: I don't think I'm, I'm I could be mistaken, but I don't think Kimmy came from like rich background, like Lance Stroll did.
1: I don't think so.
0: I don't think he did.
1: I could be wrong. Um, could be, but Lance, Lance Stroll, sorry, he's uh, his week goes from bad for worse. When I was looking to see how long he'd been in F1, mm. uh, turns out he may have contravened FIA rules is under investigation for oh. breaching for, for that Friday incident. Uh, for throwing his steering wheel and didn't oh. observe correct no, lane yay. protocols,
0: oh. so he might get a five grid place penalty. If only there was like, twenty seven drivers, twenty <laughs> seven, he could start twenty fifth,
1: make him go fourteen spots back. <laughs> if only <laughs> he, he could start started.
0: beyond twentieth,
1: he will still end up crashing running. with someone. So Logan Sargent will be uh, stuck on the grid, yeah. or
0: something like that. Yeah, Logan Sargent and. Um, yeah. I'm trying to actually think when was the last really good North American drive, but actually it's not that hard to think of. that We used to have a couple of them. There was obviously one um, Pablo Montoya who was okay in the McLaren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, Jax Villeneuve, Greeno, the Canadian. Yeah, Jux Villeneuve. won a, Canada, yeah, won a championship. And he won yeah. a championship in the Schumacher era, if I'm not mistaken. So. He did, yeah,
1: in that rocket that was the Williams. At yeah, the, time.
0: the Williams. That was when the Williams were gods back then. Mm. Yeah. That was the last time the Williams won anything, wasn't it? Uh, no, that,
1: when, Montoya, when Montoya was in it, they were still pretty quick.
0: Uh, they but, didn't win anything, yeah. no. They didn't win any championships. That was the last championship. They
1: won races, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: They had one. No, one Pablo Montoya was McLaren, was he not? No, he was in Williams as well. Was he? Yeah. I seem to remember him in the McLaren.
1: I think it was Williams first, then went to McLaren. Okay.
0: I, I seem to remember after Jacques Villeneuve, it was like Ralph Schumacher. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and don't really remember much after that. Much
1: after that, yeah.
0: Um, Mark Webber had a stint in the Williams he did that's
1: what, yeah that's what we thought oh, and that's exactly when it started sucking Yeah, because we were very excited because we are like finally he's getting in a good car and that was literally the beginning of the demise for Williams
0: yep. our American friends are just waking up in the United States in Bolina winning TV thank you for joining us um, we've been talking about sport for the last 20 minutes but if you actually go back to the start of the show you'll get that nice juicy political stuff that you want to sink your teeth into so do go back and check it out uh, big vote here tomorrow, obviously. Yeah, nah. draw uh, cock and balls on your ballot tomorrow, and democracy will win. Basically, exactly. That's the lesson. That we've what do here. you reckon? What do you uh, reckon, uh, day?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, that's it. That's that's uh, show. That's, that's it. Done. We're done. We're out. All right. See
2: you guys next week. Bye bye. We'll always be bosom buddies Friends, sisters, and pals We'll always be bosom buddies If life should reject you There's me to protect you If I say that your tongue is vicious If I call you uncouth It's simply that Who else but a boy Somebody will sit down and tell you the truth.